Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Finding Subjects. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about some really important topics. And I'm also going to introduce you to a friend of mine. And this guy is a motivator. What an incredible speaker. He's a, a mentor to me. And he is making a difference in this world. Mark Marrow, former WWE wrestling champion and author of How to Be the Happiest Person on the Planet. Mark reached the pinnacle of sports entertainment success, then lost it all. But in the process, he discovered what the most important thing is in life, that everyone faces adversity. And as Mark says, it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. You can do anything you set your mind to. Mark shares his captivating journey with audiences worldwide and inspires people to examine their life choices. Listeners feel a greater sense of appreciation towards their relationships and the gift of time and are empowered to make a difference in their personal life, school career, and community. As the founder of the nonprofit organization Champion of Choices, Mark dedicates his life to helping others be the champion they are destined to be. The time is now. Get ready to be inspired. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Marrow. No, you know, we're, we're just touring the country right now, and we got uh, what we call the Make It, Make it Stop Tour, you know, and it's, it's everything from, uh, you know, from stopping bullying, suicide, suicidal thoughts, uh, uh, substance abuse, campus violence, the kids with anxiety and depression, and we're working with all these different types of people throughout the country and really trying to get them the help they need, but also letting them realize that they're not alone and, and how much they matter and how there's a plan and a purpose for each of our lives. I think it's really important that you said something key in there that is like how much of that they matter. Yeah. I, I, I know being a young person, you know, you get caught up in your own little bubble world where you think like everything that you're experiencing, all the problems that you're experiencing, it's you uniquely. Whereas there's a lot of people experiencing the same thing. And by you bringing this to light that you're not alone and that others share in the same type of pain sometimes. You know, we all go through storms in life. And I tell it these kids some storms you can walk through some storms you got to run through but there are going to be storms that come in our life that we have to hang on with everything we got don't let go and don't don't you give up because after every storm the sun will eventually shine and it's be brighter than they can ever imagine the best chapters of our life are about to be written you know that's why you know as adults we become complacent in life we say things like those were the days and i'm here to tell you these are the days days yeah. we learn from past mistakes we grow in grace and knowledge we can do anything we set our minds so if you want to write a book you want to start a business there's so much that we can do but when you say those are the days you're basically saying the the best years of your life are gone no, the rest of your life will be the best of your life. You know, um, I, you know, Alpha says we're so fixated on making a living that we forget to make a life. And you know, I'm living such an incredible life, and for so many years, I, I chased folly, I chased money, I chased things that I thought were so important. And you know, money is a, it's a, it's an article that we use as a universal passport uh, ticket to, to anywhere you want to go, but happiness. And I learned it the hard way. You know, I, I climbed the ladder of success only to realize it's leaning against the wrong wall. I love that you have your, your head in the right place. You know, there's very few people that are uh, awake. And I see that you are awake, realizing that materialism is not the key to happiness. It's much deeper than that. I know we don't have much time for that, but something happened to you, man. You got hit with a lightning bolt. <laughs> To change your life, to you know, to motivate you to do what you're doing, you are making such a difference to young minds. Well, you know, it, we, there, you get wisdom from one of a couple ways. You get wisdom from books and DVDs. You get wisdom from like a, a mentor, or you can get wisdom from mistakes. <laughs> I'm the king. I'm the king of mistakes, man. <laughs> and I've made so many that I've learned that you know that I, I, I've I just 
want to do the right thing in life. You know, I really do. And the amazing thing about it is when you when you go out there and you just share your story and you inspire students and really make a difference in their life. I mean, we get letters every day of a yes. kid that said they wanted to kill himself, but the presentation saved them. So to know the joy I have to make a difference in someone's life is one of the greatest, greatest feelings or greatest things I could ever experience. There's no greater joy than helping another person. We're going to listen a little bit to Mark's presentation. And then afterwards, I'm going to talk about bullying itself. And we're going to learn and educate ourselves a little bit more about this. So, you know, with us being empowered with knowledge, maybe we can help combat this uh, major problem. Hey, I tell you, I'm excited about being here tonight because tonight I get to share my whole story with you guys. And I think that lives are going to be changed, hearts are going to be healed, relationships restored, addictions broken. Here's me at eight years old. Now, this is where my story, it could be your story. I think many people can relate to this part of my life. Now, unfortunately, it's when I had my first setback. It's my parents got divorced. I grew up in one of the worst drug and gang infested neighborhoods on the west side of Buffalo, New York. In fact, this is one of the apartments I grew up in right here. But it's also where my life started to change. And this is part of the story I really want you guys to hear. That was my bedroom right there in the middle. And I've always been a dreamer. I mean, I dreamt of a better life for myself and my family. And I started doing something a little different. At 10 years old, I started writing down my dreams and goals. Now, I had this little broken down desk in my room and this little book I'd write my dreams and goals in. Now, guys, most of the things I wrote down as a kid, they were materialistic. I mean, we were poor and we had the money. So I wrote things down like, I want a black Cadillac. I want a speedboat. I love sports on television. So I wrote down, I'm going to be a professional athlete. Not only that, I wrote down, I'm going to win Rookie of the Year. I wrote it into existence. I hated living like this. My mom's room is that room right there in the end. When my parents got divorced, it was so hard on my mother. My mom would work two jobs, and not only she have a working two jobs, my mom, she had a broken heart from that divorce. And I'd often, my mom would often come home late from her second job, and I wouldn't be next to hers. I would hear her cry herself to sleep. It used to break my heart. One night I heard my mother crying. I got out of my bed. I walked over that little broken down desk, and I wrote in my book, I want to get my mom a house. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be somebody. See, many times we're young, we believe that money and fame is the key to happiness. That's kind of what the world teaches us. In the media portray all these rich and famous people as being so happy. The more money, the happier you are. Success is the key to happiness. But the truth is, guys, I'm living proof. Happiness is the key to success. When I was young, I thought if I was rich and famous, I'd be so happy. Well, this is the actual book I wrote my dreams and goals into existence when I was 10 years old. The dreams and goals of a little boy that would eventually come true. Why? Because I wrote it down. But more importantly, it's about the action we take towards dreams and goals. So what I want to do tonight, I want to share with you guys some of my dreams and goals that became a reality in my life, how I got there. And all I want to do is exchange them for your own dreams and goals. One of the things I've always wanted to do, I've always wanted to write a book. I've always wanted to be an author. And I know what I just said, that there's some people who go, oh my gosh, that's me. And you're probably a great writer. You write a book, a screenplay, a novel, you're sitting right here. Well, guys, first of all, I'm the most unlikely guy to write a book. I can't even spell. 
Hey, parents, you ever work on Microsoft Word? Spell the word wrong? It's like 10 words pop up. Okay, Mr. Microsoft, which one? I don't know. So the year was 2008 when I decided to write a book. Me! So here's what I did. I took a post-it note. All I did was write a book 2010. In other words, at that time, I gave myself two whole years to write a book. I took the post-it note and I stuck it on my computer. Now every day I get in front of my computer, what do I see? My dream, my goal, my deadline. I'm I give myself two years to write a book. Guys, I travel all over the world now. I meet more adults that say, you know, Mark, I always wished I would have done this or done that. Guys, I never want you to go through life with regrets, wondering what you could have done or you should have done if you'd have only taken action toward your dreams and goals. Life passes so quickly. So because I'm in front of my computer almost every day, I'm always seeing this post-it note, book 2010, book 2010. A whole year goes by me seeing book 2010. And it was at that point I realized I only had one year left towards that goal. And that's when I got busy. I started writing as much as possible. I had to find an editor, a publisher, how many chapters the book was going to be, cover, title, picture, everything necessary to become an author. Two weeks before the end of the year, before 2010 came, my first book, How to Be the Happiest Person on the Planet, was delivered to our offices in Orlando, Florida. Guys, the reason I'm sharing this with you today, I would not be a published author if it wasn't for a post-it note that reminds me of my dream, my goal. So my challenge to everyone here, parents and students, I challenge you to write your dreams and goals into existence. Now here's the key, this will change my life. Once you write your dreams and goals down, you take it and put it somewhere where you have to see it. Maybe your parents like put it on the refrigerator at home, your bedroom wall, a drawer you pull out of your locker at school. My little book was open up my desk, I'd see it every day. The more you see your dreams and goals, the more likely you are to take action towards it and be accountable. Now, I remember some of you guys are saying, no, Mark, I, I kind of know what I want to do. Let me just say this. Weeks become months, months become years, and you can become that adult that says, I always wish I would have done this or done that. But when there's something in front of you, I'm telling you it forces you to take action towards dreams and goals. We all have an impact on each other's life. Whether it's positive or negative, we have an impact on each other. How are you being treated? Better yet, how do you treat other students? You know, every day we receive hundreds and hundreds of letters from all the presentations we do around the country. We got so many today from the middle school and high school. Most of the letters we get are guys are so beautiful. The common theme is, Mark, this presentation changed my life but I also get letters from students that are going through isolation, loneliness, depression, anxiety, being bullied or abused, self-harm, burning, cutting themselves, and worst case, students that feel like they don't even want to be here anymore. And those letters break my heart. But I spend night after night in my hotel rooms, hour after hour, writing back students that are going through adversity. Because I want you to know that you are not alone and you matter so much. <laughs> Guys, the reason why I'm so passionate about this, the reason why I started this program, the reason why I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to help as many people as I possibly can. When I was a little boy in Buffalo, New York, I was one of the 
I was bullied so badly. My mother couldn't afford clothes for us to go to school. We were that poor. She bought our clothes at garage sales. She would spend pennies, nickels, and dimes on pants, shoes, shirts, and sneakers, and nothing fit properly. We looked tattered, we were warm, and the kids at school, they were relentless on me. They just wouldn't let up. There's no better freedom than honesty. Guys, when I started this program 12 years ago, I decided to hold myself up to truth, no matter how painful it would be. And trust me, reliving and sharing these moments every day is very painful. But the only thing hard to share with you, with what I'm about to tell you, is that I kept it bottled up inside. See, the worst thing you could ever do if you're going through a hard time, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, being bullied or abused, when you hold it inside, you don't talk to someone, guys, it's like a volcano. And sooner or later, that volcano erupts and erupts in negative behavior. Could lead to horrible relationships with your own families because they don't always understand what's going on in your life. But it could also lead to terrible bouts of depression or anxiety. It could also lead to self-harm in worst case, those thoughts of not wanting to be here. Please, if you're going through a hard time, please talk to somebody. You know, at the end of the presentation, I'll put my own information up, and you're always welcome to private message me. But I can see that many of you have your parents, your grandparents, your friends and family here, who are obviously very loved. Please, please don't hold things inside. I got some letters today that really concerned me, and people that wrote to me, I, I care about them so much, I just want to make sure that they're going to be okay. Guys, this is where the presentation gets a little tough. I moved out when I was 18. I remember leaving thinking, I don't need them. Going out being rich and famous. Next thing I know, I, I started getting these phone calls from my little sister, Andrea. <laughs> you guys remember her? I'm thinking that's tomorrow, I called. As soon as she called my phone, I just let it go to voicemail. She leave me the longest messages. Mark, I miss you so much. I wish you'd come by and see everybody. Dad told me to tell you, he misses you too. I'm getting ready to graduate from high school. Can't wait to see the graduation. It's going to be so much fun. Everybody's going to be there. I miss you. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. I never even went to my little sister's high school graduation. I was told that she was looking all over for me. And when she realized that I wasn't coming, don't go wrong. Then I got a letter through the mail. Remember the old way, the post office? <laughs> it said, Mark, I miss you so much. I wish you'd come by and see everybody. I'm getting ready to leave for college, and I really wanted to see you before I left. I miss you. I love you. So after college, she applies for her first job, a company called General Electric. And she wanted this job so badly that like she'd sit by her phone and hope they'd call. And I remember I had someone by the house to get something. So she heard the door open, and when she saw it with me, she was like, Mark, oh my God, she's getting this run at me. She's getting this big bear on me. She wouldn't let go. And I remember when she looked up, tears were streaming down her cheeks. She goes, I missed you so much. I'm so glad you're here. And then she does this and she goes, guess what? 
job. <laughs> she was so excited to tell me. She had to get a routine physical for her new health insurance at General Electric. It was at that physical they found my sister She had cancer. She went through radiation and chemotherapy. I mean, she lost all her hair, but she never lost her will to live. She never complained. Guys, I visited the hospital. She, she always worried about us. She's like, hey, Mark, are you okay? My sister, Andrea, fought so bravely for eight months. And I was sitting at her hospital bed that fateful day when she died. What I would do to sit next to my little sister today that's what I would do. I called it choices. We are defined by our choices. Mark, thank you so much for your time. I can see some folks who need to talk to you. Um, my pleasure, man. And, and it's a uh, thank you, man. And thank you so much for taking the time and talking right, to me. Anytime, man. Yeah, anytime. and I will talk to you again. Yeah, we'll talk soon. We'll do, we'll do yeah. a whole thing. So I kind of had to cut that short with Mark because of one thing. There's a line of kids waiting to talk to Mark. And that's what he's here for. That's the important part. I'm just going to kick back and watch and tell you guys what I'm saying. Mark is just meeting these kids. And when he's not in his downtime, the several times that I've been on tour with him watching his presentations, he's answering letters from thousands of kids. And he's talking to them about being positive, about making right choices. This guy's inspired me. He's inspired me to go out there in the world and make a difference in life, make a difference by being positive, by talking about maybe my choices and my bad times that I've had in my life and how I've tried to correct them and try to make good choices. It's all about choices. Life is all about making the right choice. And you have the power to control your own life and motivate yourself into doing what you want. You can write it into existence. So there's Mark. And man, what a job he's doing and, and what an what a unbelievable difference he's making. It's just inspiring to me. I've seen him, like I said, just seen him on his downtime, what he's doing. He's sitting there on the phone. He's answering hundreds and hundreds of letters personally, answering these kids that have problems that are thinking darker thoughts. And, you know, it's so hard to see that, to see so many young people suffering and such. And Mark, he's a, he's a superhero, man. He's out there making a difference, a positive difference. And if you want to find out more about Mark's program, please go to thinkpause.org. That's the word think, P-O-Z, .org, thinkpause.org. If you go to his homepage, you're going to see uh, all different types of programs, events, booking, and testimonials, and videos. Totally inspiring what he's doing out there. So they're the number one speaker for high schools. If you are affiliated with a high school, I encourage you to contact these folks. Check out the videos. Check out the difference that this guy's making. I've seen it firsthand. I've listened to his presentations. Completely inspiring. He's hammering home the point of making it stop and that people care. So please check that out, thinkpause.org. Mark, thank you so much. You're a mentor to me, and I thank you for being a friend. So now we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the bullying itself, get into the details of it, and uh, try to understand it just a little bit more. And I'm going to encourage you to go to the government site, stopbullying.gov. You'll find really good resources there to help you try to understand bullying just a little bit more. So uh, we're going to talk about it. What is bullying? Bullying is basically the unwanted, aggressive behavior among School-aged children, that involves a real and perceived power of imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. And both kids who are bullied and bully others may have serious lasting problems. In order to be considered bullying, the behavior must be aggressive and include an imbalance of power 
and repetition. You know, kids who bully use their power, such as physical strength, access to embarrassing information or popularity to control or harm others. And power imbalances can change over time and in different situations and include, uh, and normally, even if they include the same people. Repetition, bullying behaviors often happen more than once and have the potential to happen more than once. Bullying can be actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. You know, there's all types of different kinds of bullying. There is verbal bullying, teasing somebody, name-calling, inappropriate sexual comments, taunting somebody, threatening to cause harm. And there's social bullying as well, leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors about somebody, embarrassing someone in public. And then, of course, there's physical bullying, hitting, kicking, punching, and pinching someone, uh, spitting on them, tripping and pushing them, taking or breaking someone's things, making mean or rude hand gestures. Where and when bullying happens, it can happen anywhere at any time, during and after school hours. While most reported bullyings happen in the school building, a significant percentage often happen in places like the playground or the bus. It can be happening uh, traveling to or from school in a youth's neighborhood or even on the internet. There are many roles that kids can play in bullying. Kids can bully others, they can be bullied, or they can witness bullying. When kids are involved in bullying, they often play more than one role. Sometimes kids may both be bullied and bully others, or they may witness other kids being bullied. It is important to understand the multiple roles kids play in order to effectively prevent and respond to bullying. It's tough. I mean, uh, this, is a, this is a behavior that is so ingrained in, in our lives that um, it's got to start somewhere. It's got to start by awareness for this. So, uh, Oh, man, it's like it's bringing back memories. You, you, we all know it. We've seen it. Did we get involved with it? I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's, you're scared to get involved with it when you're a young kid. You see somebody being bullied. We'd all seen, I seen, I seen a kid one time being mocked because of the way he looked in a high school and they started chanting, these bullies started chanting something and then the entire floor, we're talking hundreds of kids started that chant and I can't even imagine what that kid went through. I, I, that was a long time ago and I often wonder what happened to that kid. Is he okay? And the effects that that would have on him. You know, we know bullying is wrong. It's about respecting others. Everything comes back to respecting other people. I have a friend whose daughter made a mistake. She sent a picture to a boyfriend of herself. And that picture was found by her boyfriend's new girlfriend. And that person sent that picture to everybody she knew. And in turn, they all send it to everyone they knew. That's bullying. This young girl who sent that picture was such a beautiful kid, inside and out. I remember the story about my buddy saying to me how his daughter loved the nature, loved uh, on TV when she would see the different color leaves falling and how beautiful they looked. You know, they were down in Florida. They, she never saw the leaves change like they do up here, like the maples and, and such. And so my daughters, my oldest being the same as his daughter and my youngest daughter, we went out and I said, let's go collect some leaves. The most colorful leaves you can find. Let's go find them and we'll put them in a box and we're going to send them down to her. And we did that. We took a whole afternoon and we picked out the most beautiful leaves that we could find and we put them in a box. And we sent them down 
to her, and I get a phone call about a week later. It was my buddy telling me how happy his daughter was and how beautiful those leaves were. She would just look at them, and she just really appreciated that. She made that mistake, and to her, um, there was no out. And she took her own life. And I saw the devastation afterwards of, uh, of my friend and his wife, and she shared this story nationally. But my God, the kid would still be here today if it were not for Napoleon. So people, you know, look, what you say, what you do affects others greatly. That crap, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me, is a bunch of crap. Names do hurt. I'm going to ask you, please, to refrain from being mean to people. There's no need. What, what do you accomplish from that? To make yourself feel better? To establish your role in the hierarchy of popularity in your, within your friends? And hurting people, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Please be kind to each other. Please. It's not too late. This is the beginning. This is all about hope, about being kind and being cool to each other. I'm going to read something for you that I want you to uh, consider if you are feeling down and dark. If you are feeling really down and you're having negative thoughts and maybe at to the point where you feel as if you just don't want to be around anymore. The number is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. The letters T-A-L-K. On the other end of that phone, when you dial that number, you're going to speak to somebody. Who cares? You're going to speak to somebody who wants to hear what you have to say, who truly wants to help you, who wants to listen to everything you say, who is understanding and will understand and relate to everything that you have to say and will be there for you and help you through these dark times. Remember what Mark said earlier. You know, after the storm, the sun always comes out. Sometimes you got to walk through the storm. Sometimes you run through the storm. But the whole thing is, you don't just quit. You always keep on keeping on. You fight back. You fight through this dark time that you're going through. And fighting in the way of seeking help. Reaching out and accepting help from others. Heavy duty, uh, heavy duty episode today. But, you know, this is about life. You know, it's about positivity. It's about writing your dreams into reality, like Mark said. It's about living each day. I, I said it in an episode earlier, you know, someone said, you know, you only live once. And then the reply was, no, you only die once, but you get to live every day. And living life, making a difference towards others. You know, there's something right there. Uh, if you've been bullied, if you're being bullied right now, you know, I have a question for you. Wouldn't you want to help others that were bullied? I, I think you can relate to, to what it feels like to be bullied. How about if you somehow in your future jobs, you know, turned out to be someone who helped others get through the hard times. And in that way, you could turn this negative experience in your life to something really positive by helping others. And what a difference you would make in that. So with that, folks, 
thank you so much for listening. Look, life gets serious, and uh, and I think we're getting something done. We're being aware about different life issues and such, and we're talking about it. Yeah, it gets serious, but you know, we can always end it with the positivity, which we're going to do. I want to challenge you all. I want to challenge every one of you to do what Mark does. I want you to write a dream into existence. I want you to write something on a piece of paper, a post-it note, or a book like Mark did, And I want you to put that in a place where you are going to see it every single day. Write yourself a note. I'm going to write a book. Okay. And then put a date down there, like two years from now. In two years, I'm going to do this. In a year from now, I'm going to do that. Whatever it might be, it might be a little task. In 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 six months, I'm going to feel better than I feel right now. I'm going to really learn to love myself. I'm going to look at the positive things in life. It could be little things like that. Or it could be a bigger task. It could be, oh yeah, um, you know, in in uh, two years, I, I want to get my SAT scores better. And or what I don't know. I don't know what your dream is going to be. You insert what your dream is going to be. But what I'm saying to you is a dream can be as simple as in six months, I'm really going to try to change my behavior from bullying people and, and being that way to be a bit more understanding and respectful. In six months or a year from now, I want to care about myself and understand that I am a special person. These are the kind of tasks I'm going to set before you. Uh, Keep it simple if you need to, but give yourself something to motivate yourself to look forward to. You can do anything you choose to do. Just write it down and pursue the past and believe in yourself. We believe in you. Mark believes in you. I believe in you. And uh, in this way, we can move forward. We can learn from the negatives of bullying. I'm sitting here talking to you uh, about bullying. Why? Because I was bullied as a kid. Why? I was a chubby little kid. I was chonky. <laughs> That's how it was. I'm going to tell you the truth. When I had to go shop for clothes and Sears with my parents, I had to go to the husky section. I hated the husky section. I would look over at the skinny people's clothes. And I'd be like, why can't I go over there? And my mom would say, you're big boned. <laughs> you're big boned. You can't fit in those clothes. My mom did not talk that way, but you know. And I'm like, Man, why am I why am I bigger? Why am I a bigger kid? It it just is. Okay? Don't compare yourself to others. Like who you are. Love who you are. I'm telling you right now, I know at least one person who's laughing right now, thinking about the husky section. He's a good friend of mine. He's my brother in law. <laughs> He's laughing his butt off of that because it's happened to us. It's happened to us all. So this is going to strike a chord to you. Somewhere in your life, you have been made fun of. Somewhere in your life, you have been teased. Somewhere in your life, someone just did not understand you, where you were coming from, and didn't take the time to understand you and where you're coming from. And they acted out in a certain way uh, that could possibly be considered bullying. And in that way, that doesn't show that something's wrong with you. Maybe that shows that something was flawed on their end that they lacked a little bit of empathy and understanding and kindness where they should have really taken into consideration what they said before they said it. Because six and stones will break bones and names really do hurt. So listen, life learned, man. We're going to pick ourselves up. We're going to march forward and uh, we're going to get through this. How we roll here, it's how, it's how life is. I mean, that's how I'm doing it. That's how Mark does it. That's anybody that you met in your life, you know, that has encountered bullying these negative uh, effects of words from people, of being outcast and such, I want you to put your armor on, okay?
okay, I, I want you to I want you to put on your your game face on, man. I want you to stand up, and I want you to believe in yourselves, and I want you to repeat the mantra in your own head that you are not alone. People do care about you, and it will get better. You got that? That's your mission for today. Just to think that one, you are not alone. Number two, people care about you, and number three, it gets better. You are not alone. People care about you. It gets better. You are not alone. People care about you. It gets better. That's what I'm going to tell you. And number four, you can get through this. It's only temporary. Listen, I wouldn't be telling you something that's not true. That's the one thing about me, about this audio journal, this personal journal that I'm talking to you. This is the truth. Part of life, I got to keep it true. I got to keep it real here. So there's hope for you is what I'm trying to tell you. Don't forget the phone number, 1-800-273-TALK. You're feeling dark, man. You're feeling like you don't want to be around here anymore. Please, please, I am asking a favor of you. Call that number, 1-800-273-TALK, T-A-L-K. Press it. That's 8255, 1-800-273-8255. Dial that number. Talk to somebody on the other end, and you will find out how special you really are how much people actually do care. I don't care what it is that you are going through right now. Insert the issue that you're going through, the difficulty that you're going through right now. And I can tell you, you're not alone. You're going to find in life, people are going to tell you a whole lot of things. They're going to let you know all about in life the things that you can't do. You can't do that. Who are you to think you can do that? You know why? Mark will tell you. If you ever heard Mark's presentation, he's going to tell you. They're going to tell you that because they can't do it. They want to knock you down as well, because they can't achieve it. Don't let anybody tell you what you can or cannot achieve in your life. Don't ever let them tell you. If you have a dream, put that dream in front of you and follow the realistic paths towards those dreams. If, you, if you're going to tell me, yeah, Tone, I want to achieve self-flight without any assistance, I'd say, that might not be a realistic dream. Maybe you want to focus that. Maybe you want to become a pilot someday. Keep it real. Write it into existence like Mark says. And you can do it. You can achieve it. Six and a half months ago, I had a dream, an inspiration. Oh, I'm going to do a, a little audio journal. Okay. Well, what's that? Well, how do you do that? I have no idea. I, I just think it would really be cool like, to leave an audio journal to my kids. You imagine leaving an audio journal? I mean, something like 20, 30 years from now, they can, you know, click in. Oh, my God. This is what Dad's saying. Listen to the lesson about Dad. Or right now, I could be talking to my grandchild. Maybe I didn't meet you or my great-great-grandchildren. I don't know. But this is why I'm doing this. You can't let, you know, that wall that pops up in front of you prevent you from following your dreams. That wall that comes up in front of you could be your self-confidence. It could be from bullying. It could be from just dark thoughts from others trying to keep you down. Don't let it keep you down. You get one shot at this life, man. Every day you get a chance to live. If you don't get it right today... Try again tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. Anybody you see out there, I'm going to tell you right now, and this is a fact. Anybody you see out there that is a success or that is really, really good at something, they had made a serious amount of mistakes. What did Mark say to you earlier? How many mistakes that you'll go out and make? He's the king of mistakes. I've had a lot of mistakes as well. Okay, we all make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Making mistakes is part of the journey. Okay, everybody you see, name one person in your head. They've encountered some kind of adversity, either physical or mental, and they've found a way through it. 
you know, or business, you know, whatever it is, problems pop up. Nothing is easy. Nothing worthwhile achieving is easy. It takes time. You can't just pick up a guitar and be excellent. I've seen people with natural talent that have just like really blow me away in my mind. It's like, oh my God, this guy is incredible. Practice something, focus on something, and then keep at it and you'll get good at it. Write yourself in a, a positive thing into existence. You can do it. Folks, the whole thing I'm trying to tell you is you got to keep going. I'm talking to you because I, I get it. Mark's talking to you because Mark gets it. Anybody out there right now listening, if you think you're alone on an island, you are not. Honestly, you think that out of all these people, you're the only one experiencing what you're experiencing. You're not. Okay, man, find comfort knowing you're not alone. Please. It's okay. I'm not going to hammer this through any further. You get the message. You get what we're talking about. There is hope out there for you. There is positivity out there for you. I just am asking you to pick yourself up. You got to take that first step to help yourself. You got to take that first step, that courageous first step to making a difference in your life. And that might be picking up the phone, contacting someone for help. That might just be inspiring yourself to, hey, I can do this. Let me try. And if you fail, you fail. Big deal. Try again. And then you try again and you try again. Okay, you just keep on going. You don't ever stop. You keep on going. I got a friend. Uh, I haven't talked to him in a long time, but he's a Navy SEAL. Okay, he's not only a Navy SEAL. He's a commander, a former commander of the Navy SEALs. He's also a New York Times bestselling author. 12, 13 times, 27 times. I forget how many times. I haven't talked to him in a while. Books are always coming out. But uh, he's a motivator. Okay, to me, he is a motivator. He's a motivational machine. He's led from the front. He's failed numerous times in life. Things happen. You know, it happens to everyone. But this guy's a SEAL. And I will tell you one thing that he doesn't know, and that is quitting. Don't quit on yourself is all I'm trying to say. Be your best friend. Don't listen to what anybody else has to say. Be your best friend. This was a deep one today. I want to thank you for sticking it out. Uh, it's worth it. It's worth listening to. Be there for yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Tony. This is Finding Subjects. Make a difference out there. Make a difference. Respect others. Okay? Be kind. Show empathy. It's easy to be mean to somebody, but it takes a special person to say, you know what? What are they acting that way for? Or look at that kid sitting there eating lunch by himself. That's, that's a shame. And that is a shame. Dig deep if you are one of those uh, fortunate ones, you know, that aren't being picked on right now. Make a difference, man. Make a positive difference. That one kid that might seem a little odd off or, or whatever, maybe they're going through a lot of things in their life. Maybe they're depressed. Maybe they have a little bit of anxiety, social anxiety. Be kind to them a little bit. Sometimes we have to just sit back and we have to be the better person is what I'm trying to tell you. And uh, I think we're all capable of that. But most importantly, I want you to look in the mirror and don't think of the negative stuff. I want, you to, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to talk to your soul. Okay, that, that, that thing within you that makes you who you are. That thing that within you that when you're laying there and you're all by yourself and it's the middle of the night, you're talking to yourself, out, not the negative voice, the, the positive one, like you are a good person. Why can't people see that? You are a nice person. Why can't people see that? That person that's within you there, I want you to talk to that person and say, it's going to be okay. We're going to make it. I do matter. 
And if I need help, I'm going to find that help. I'm going to take those little baby steps towards bettering myself and bettering my mindset and getting myself healthy and understanding that just because people out there are mean, not everybody's mean. People out there do care. Okay, that's it. I got to go. Uh, thank you so much. And um, man, what a pleasure. Mark, thank you, buddy. I really, really appreciate uh, you're leading me, man. You, you are inspiring me. So folks, don't forget, thinkpause.org. Uh, please go to that site. If you are affiliated with a school in any way, man, get in touch with that program. Line them up. Have Mark come in. He will really help out a lot of kids and might need uh, someone to give them some guidance and some hope, letting them know that they are not alone. What a presentation he gives. So powerful. So thinkpause.org. Also, folks, I ask you to go to stopbullying.gov. Educate yourself on the problem of bullying, what you can do to make a big difference in that. And uh, let's all make a difference here, man. You can do this. And this bullying thing, this is, can easily transfer right over to adulthood. See it all the time. It ain't right no matter how it is. Bullying is bullying. It's wrong. So stopbullying.gov. Please go there and inform yourself. Just read about it. And even if you're a teacher, stopbullying.gov. There's resources there. It's all in the public domain. Uh, you can learn a lot about it and share about it. I'm giving credit to it today for educating me on a lot of things at stopbullying.gov. And then also uh, you want to go to the National Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-TALK, if you're feeling really down. So thinkpause.org. And Mark is currently on the Make It Stop tour. Awesome what he's doing. And stopbullying.gov. You can do it, folks. Look forward to the next time I'm talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please spread the word. Spread the word. <laughs> That's a long time ago. But look, please spread the word. If you like this show, you like what we're doing here, spread the word. I really appreciate that. All right. Have a great one. And I'll talk to you soon. See you later. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>